Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. If you're familiar with the podcast, you would know that I consistently call Drake my goat as far as hip-hop is concerned. But if you ask my top five rappers, Drake barely makes the list. Because as far as rapping and lyricism goes, I believe there are artists that are just in every way superior when it comes to lyrical wordplay and double and triple entendres while also implementing a meaning that's just timeless. A timeless quotable that you can go back to and glean from it and use it in your everyday livelihood. So Kendrick Lamar is also one of those artists who I think is just one of the greatest. I think he is the greatest rapper of the modern generation. And if you want to know my top five, it's uh, Jay-Z, Kendrick, Notorious B.I.G., Tupac, and then Drake. So I think that's a pretty solid list, if I do say so myself. But that's besides the point. We're getting into what everybody came here or clicked on this today. What well, This is what you want to hear. You want to hear the beef between Kendrick and Aubrey Graham. All I got to say is, I don't know what happened. Obviously, they was working in the very early 2010s um, as Kendrick was on Take Care, and Drake was also featured on Kendrick's album, Good Kid, Mad City. And they was both features on ASAP Rocky's Expletive Problems, which you could probably ex- uh, figure out what the expletive meant. I say all that to say, where did it all go wrong? As Kendrick was the opener for Drake alongside ASAP Rocky on Drake's 2012 Club Paradise for Take Care. And it was the most successful tour of 2012. I mean, Drake and Kendrick on the same tour. I mean, obviously, if Drake and Kendrick was was to ever beef, Drake would definitely bring up how... Kendrick was opening up for him in 2012. But that's besides the point. What happened to the relationship is a mystery. All I know is when Control dropped and Kendrick Lamar dropped almost every prevalent rapper, including Drake, in his verse and said he wanted to raise the bar and rap it all went south from there drake definitely didn't like the control verse when asked about it he said went about my day got dinner kept it moving and just sounded like an ambitious thought to me that's all it was i know good and well that kendrick's not murdering me in any platform so when that day presents itself i guess we can revisit the topic spicy ain't it then drake shot back at the control verse from kendrick saying in the song the language off his third album nothing was the same he said forget 
any expletive that's talking expletive just to get a reaction forget going platinum i look at my wrist and it's already platinum now i don't know if that's supposed to be a bar but i don't know it was more of a, sub, a subtle jab if you don't know drake is like from the school of jay-z and subliminal disses he's probably the best at giving subliminal disses other than jay-z because he's talking directly to you but not talking at you i don't know if that makes sense anyways so that's where drake uh shot back at the kendrick control verse and then kendrick did a freestyle in the 2013 bt awards and said a very i mean this was like the most direct shot i've ever seen i don't even think kendrick ever shot, uh, sent a direct shot like this at, at big sean but basically he's playing off drake's last name which we all know is aubrey graham and mocking his image as a sensitive and emotional rapper which you know mental health is a big thing nowadays you know in 2023 we probably shouldn't be doing that but you know yeah, kendrick he's one of the greatest rappers so we just let it slide but anyways he called drake sensitive and real uh retaliation to uh the language track he said quote nothing been the same since they dropped control and tucked the sensitive rapper back in his pajama clothes like i said talking about you but not at you Fast forward 2015, Kendrick drops his third album to Pimp a Butterfly and takes another shot at Drake. Because if you don't know, 2015, if you're a Drake fan, you know this, but 2015 was a pivotal rapper, <laughs> pivotal rapper, a pivotal point in this rapper's career in regards to Drake. Because he was going through his notorious Meek Mill beef and boy, did he change the trajectory of his career after he put out back to back i think that's still one of drake's best tracks of all time simply for the fact of all the pressure he was put under and the way he came out of it which is why a lot of people still believe to bring it full circle that now gunna has the best album of 2023 simply for all the obstacles he had to overcome to give us one of the best albums of 2023 anyways so fast forward to 2015 kendrick drops his third album to pimp a butterfly and he takes a shot another shot at drake as you know the notorious ghostwriting rumors were swirling around and um he basically he basically said quote i can dig rapping but a rapper with a ghostwriter what the x would have happened i swore i swore i wouldn't tell but most of y'all sharing bars like you got the bottom bunk in a two-man cell now if they ain't bars then hold up what funk flex when you need them where is funk flex when you need them because i ain't gonna lie that was hey i ain't gonna lie it's hey that that was well, what'd he say i think it's is it muted don't tell me it's muted bars, nigga. yeah yeah. Now listen. Uh huh. That's called motherfucking bars. Yeah. Nigga. Talk to him. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. Let's get back to regular schedule programming. So basically, that was one of the best bars I've ever heard. Like, I swore I wouldn't tell, but most of y'all sharing bars. Like, he got the bottom bunk in the two man cell. Like, hey man that's why i say man kendrick when it comes to rapping the best rapper in the modern generation but anyways drake of course was not gonna let this slide what they say slide for no, no let me chill let me chill i'm a law-abiding citizen i don't you know believe in that type of terminology but anyways drake did spin the block like there was no uh where to park 
And he basically said on the song Zero to 100, I would have all your fans if I didn't go pop and I stayed on some conscious expedive. Now, who attributes conscious rap to Kendrick? Everyone, right? So Drake took that moment to point out how everybody who's a conscious fan will still be his fan if he didn't go pop. So that was a direct shot at Kendrick. Like I said, once again, he's talking about you, but not directly at you. So uh, in 2016, of course, there was a verbal confrontation that was kind of camera. However, all of the footage, I mean, all of the footage has been scrapped and destroyed by both of the management teams and we'll never know what was said. But apparently what Kendrick said to Drake and what Drake said to Kendrick was beyond spicy. It was almost like that footage of MJ and LeBron's only game they played together in some like random camp that everybody has the picture of, but nobody has the footage of. It's like that Drake and Kendrick went at it, but don't nobody have the footage. But apparently it happened. I mean, if you want to hear uh, more, if you want to hear an in-person account on it, uh, Marcellus Wiley, I believe, was in the room uh, out of all, in, I know, random, right? But uh, Marcellus Wiley, which, you know, he's pretty, a vet, he's a veteran in this game at this point. So, you know, he's pretty, uh, he's a reliable source, let's just say, a trustable source. He's like Woj when he comes to this stuff. Uh, not like Woj, but you know, like as far as being in the game long, he's not just making stuff up for clout because he's been in the game so long. But basically, this man was in the room when they was going back and forth. So if you want to hear his account on how it went down, you can look up Marcellus Wiley and Drake and Kendrick. Actually, let me see if I can find that right now. I don't know how long the, the clip is. That's why I told you to look it up. But let me. Marcellus Wiley. Drake and Kendrick because he, he talked about it. I don't know how long it was. Six minutes. Whew, that's tough. And it's a DJ Vlad interview. I can't play the video because I'm not trying to get taken down by Vlad, but let's just play the audio. I believe he gets straight into it. So you talked about a situation on your show and you couldn't get into specifics, um, but it has something to do with oh. the Drake and Kendrick beef. I've heard of those guys. Good rappers. I so hear. you said, all I know is there was a beef. And all I know is I was witness to where the beef would have ignited to proportions we would not have seen since Ja Rule and oh, yeah. 50, maybe even Ice Cube and W.A. Like, it went there. But that was destroyed from everyone's property. That was destroyed, that interview. That moment was destroyed. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but I was there and I heard the shots fired. Mm. So you had an interview with Kendrick or Drake? <laughs> Look at that. So you know I'm so transparent, so real. But I haven't been sworn to secrecy except it was, it was orders given from one person's camp to our company that they should not air it. And only that keeps me from really going all in on who it was. But I will give you the entire story and let you guess it out. Okay. Because I didn't swear to see. Okay, okay. So let's hear it. Um, we're doing our interview. This is when I'm taping Sports Nation, Max Kellerman, myself, my co-host. Um, no Michelle Beto at this time. It's just a two-man show. And sometimes we tape, sometimes we go live. To the audience, it usually always looks live. But to us, we may have done it two hours earlier. 
that day, unfortunately, we were taping. So we're taping the interview, and we already know that there's something in the air that's, that's going on between these two rappers. We already Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You know, there's a little beef there. So we're like, it's our job. Like you just asked me, I'm going to ask them, what's up with the beef? Is it real? And all of a sudden, you don't really expect those, those, uh, those hard fastballs to actually, the batter just says, okay, I'm about to take you. Like, that's supposed to be a strike. And he tried to hit it, and he started talking noise. I was like, what? Like, I'm thinking, like, I'm, I'm thinking I'm on Vlad. I'm thinking I'm double XL, the source. I'm like, we got beef. Like, it's going down. Like, this is official. And then, so we had a follow-up. Me and my boy, we got chemistry. So we are like, we're going to stay with this. Hit him with the, with the double up, and he doubled down. So we were like, oh, my God. So now it's like noon, and all we have to do is wait an hour for our show his live, and then the world sees it, and then y'all run with it where you want to. I love rap beef. As long as it stays peaceful, I love rap beef. Nothing better. Nothing better. Nothing better. Right. Go get it. Um, and then all of a sudden, we're walking off set, waiting our time just for the show there or whatever. Ring, ring. And then our bosses come up to us, and they're like, we have, to, we have to extinguish that interview. We have to discard it. I was like, what? Why? They were like, well, their camp called, and their camp said it. That shouldn't be aired. And I was like, well, shouldn't have said it, too. And I'm thinking in the mindset of if this was live, would he have said it? And if he did, he couldn't take it back. But it wasn't. So then the, they were like, it has to go that way. One, that's not our lane. Like, we ain't trying to break rap news. And, in their minds, in the corporate mind, they're thinking of Tupac and Biggie. So they're like, if anything, this might save us and save some lives. I'm like, I don't think it's going to go there, but whatever. So the moment was lost, the tape gone, and never aired. Now, the guy in me that says, if I ever get fired and I ever just have no job and I, I can't DJ anymore, anything, I'm going to find that tape and I'm going to sell it. And I'm going to sell it to you. Okay. And then we're going to figure this out together. So you're saying it was either Drake or Kendrick? Oh, it was the individual. Oh, yeah. This was Drake or Kendrick went mm-hmm. on your show, went ballistic against the other person. Yeah, and they've both been on our show multiple times because I've seen some <laughs> stories where people try to put the timeline and, oh, was it then? And then I'm like, all I'm going to tell you is they've both been on our show multiple times. <laughs> multiple times. So you do the guesswork from there. Because the interesting thing about the Drake and Kendrick beef is they never really went at each other. There was like this Kendrick BT freestyle that mm-hmm. kind of like, well, there was this control verse, the control verse. All right. And then he starts to, Vlad starts to go over what I already talked about. But uh, basically, so that's the interview from Marcellus Wiley. And as you can tell, it was beyond spicy. So, um, well, I lost my place. So, yeah, so that's where the verbal confrontation happened. And it was confirmed by Marcellus Wiley because we just heard it was a verbal confrontation. We didn't know where it was, the footage, like none of that. So... Uh, after that, in 2017, Kendrick drops the fourth studio album, which I can't say because, you know, PG podcast. But basically, he says, quote, my fans can't wait for me to sun your expletive and crush your whole little expletive. 
our big pun there's so many experts in here tiptoeing around my name you lame and when i get at you homie don't you just tell me what uh, you was just playing now to be fair to kendrick a lot of people like <clears throat> attributed that to uh big sean because we don't know kendrick and big sean had a little static but the way that kendrick ended big sean people literally forgot they had beef like when i hear like people would talk about kendrick like he's never had rap beef i was like him and big sean was like literally going at it like they'll be on the same track and going at it like some holy key type stuff like trying to uh, one up each other on the verse and kendrick will always get the better of them but it was like subliminals back and forth as far as like direct shots like it was just one track I think it was off of the uh, the album title, which I can't say because it's a cuss word. But basically, there's a um, I forgot. Um, there was a track where he said like "boy" over and over, and the shots that he was taking was directly at Big Sean. Because if you don't know, Big Sean, he says "boy" a lot. Like as far as his tagline, he was just like like I don't know how he blew up with that, but he was like "boy," you know. It was like something that like Big Sean was able to get off. But anyways, Kendrick took that, flipped it, and. Hey, I guess he like gave bars to Big Sean in a way that everybody was just like, okay, well he outwrapped you now, like it's not even a competition. So that like back in the day, which I say back in the day like I'm old, but they used to have Big Sean in the big three of rappers. It used to be uh Drake, no, it used to be Kendrick, Drake, and Big Sean. If you don't believe me, just ask anybody who was around that 2010s period. Big Sean was really like that and regarded like that, like as a top three rapper in the game. Um, obviously not today. Like, you know, people put Jermaine in that uh, spot. But anyway, that's besides the point. So Kendrick deaded him to the point where nobody even thinks that's a beef anymore. So fast forward to 2022. Kendrick has a track uh, with Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers where he mentions Drake. He says, when Kanye got back with Drake, I was slightly confused. First time he ever name dropped Drake, by the way. Guess I'm not as mature as I think. Got some healing to do. Hmm. Healing to do. I wonder what that means. Maybe they still have beef. So now, Drake took that as a diss, of course, and uh, came back on his track. Back, no, what was it? It was an unreleased, oh, an unreleased song. I've heard this, uh, At The Gates. So the track At The Gates, you can look this up now. Drake and Little Uzi Vert um, has an unreleased track titled At The Gates where Drake takes a shot, a response shot to that bar that Kendrick dropped on Mr. Morale and the Big, Stepper, Big Steppers. Basically saying, quote, fake woke, you expert of fake deep. You ain't no fame before me which is a, like I keep saying, if they ever beef, I promise you, Drake is bringing up him opening up for Drake in uh 2012. Like that's, like opening up for an artist after that, like you can't really recover. But anyways, he said, fake woke, you exodus fake deep, you ain't no fame before me, which is like a callback to that. Gave your expedive a little sneak peek. Now you gotta take a back seat. Once again, talking about you, but not at you. Who has a backseat freestyle? Who's who's quote unquote real conscious in this hip hop game? Who didn't know fame before me? Going back to the 2012 tour where you was opening up for Drake, gave you a little sneak peek, which is just another uh, addition to that uh, reference. And then Kendrick came back with another diss in the latest. Uh, <clears throat> 
America Has a Problem remix, which that's just like fire, by the way. This is one funny part where I talk, side tangent. Uh, me and my friend, we talk about this, and it's like, uh, it's, it's like, don't stop. It's like, he goes on a whole, like, mess. He's like, don't stop messing up. Don't stop messing up. Obviously, he's, he doesn't say mess, but you you get it. It's like a peachy podcast. But, like, I just thought that was so funny because everybody calls Drake zesty. That's one of the zestiest bars I've ever heard from Kendrick. It's nothing wrong with being zesty, but, you know, I guess, if, you know, teach his own. So, anyways, uh, Kendrick came back on the, on the America Has a Problem remix, and he basically... um said quote truthfully i'd be lying in my rap song because i always failed to mention i slap home <laughs> like imagine saying you lying because uh you forget to add that you'll actually slap him but anyways uh truthfully i'd be lying in my rap songs because i always failed to mention i slap homie his career didn't come with no life insurance hope his day one fans got some facts on him Obviously, that could be attributed to anybody, but like I keep saying, they're definitely talking about each other. So um, that's where we're all the way caught up. We're in 2023 now, and Kendrick and Drake beef is still continuing on. Obviously, these are my some of my favorite rappers, definitely two of my favorite rappers of um, just my lifespan. So um, to see them go back and to see them go back and forth. I really, I don't know. I would say I mind it, but I, I honestly, I don't mind them going back and forth because we already, we've already received poetic justice, no pun intended, from Drake and Kendrick Lamar. So it's like, can they ever give us a track better than that? I don't know. And Kendrick and The Weeknd, for me, is a better duo than Kendrick and Drake. So. I mean, I would rather Kendrick and Drake beef. Like, if you're going to beef with one Canadian artist, Drake's the one I'm picking. Like, please don't beef with The Weeknd, because Kendrick and The Weeknd on their Black Panther soundtrack to this day still one of my favorite tracks of all time. So, um, yeah, that's basically it. That's the, that's the roundup of the Drake and Kendrick Lamar beef. I think, is there anything else I had on them? Let me see. That's basically it. Do I think, oh, this is the ultimate question. Okay, do I think that Drake and Kendrick will ever have a full-fledged beef? Yes. I think it's coming sooner than expected. Kendrick is finally out of his deal, his tumultuous deal with TDE, which is why he even took a three-year hiatus in the first place. And he kind of pulled a G DJ drama. Remember when Little Uzi, it's a weird correlation, but you got to stick with me if you're a music fan. Remember when Lil Uzi Vert went on hiatus and DJ Drama had to find some another popular artist and he came up with Jack Harlow and miraculously Lil Uzi Vert fell back in line? When Kendrick went on hiatus because of the TDE deal for those three to four years, he came up with Baby Keem. And now, miraculously, Kendrick Lamar was able to put out his last album to get out of his TDE deal. So he's a free man now. I say all that to say that Kendrick Lamar, even when he's not working, he's working. Baby Keem is a testament to that. And with Kendrick being out of his TDE deal, I believe all hands are on deck getting ready for this Drake and Kendrick war that's coming in the near future. I'm 
it'll probably happen before the end of this year so anyways click my link tree in my bio let me know on one of my social medias what do you think about the drake and kendrick beef and um whose side are you on and who do you think is the best rapper of the modern generation save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app get half gallons of delicious kroger milk for 129 each then get flavorful tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 249 a pound all with your card and a digital coupon shop these deals at your local kroger today or tap the screen now to download the kroger app to save big today kroger fresh for everyone Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.